welcome to a special Beer Me episode of... Brutal Battle. So I didn't know what to call this. I was thinking, is this kind of an online beer store review? And I was like, I mean, it is in the sense that you're ordering online, but it's not in the sense that it's coming direct from a specific brewery. And it might be a temporary thing. I don't know. So we're just calling it a Beer Me episode yeah. <laughs> for that reason. So basically, I don't know. Hopefully people have already heard of what Beer Me is. But if you haven't, it is a website you can go to. It's spelled B-I-E-R-M-I. So go to B-I-E-R-M-I dot com. You will see what it is. You'll have to put your address in. And basically how it works is it will show you what breweries you can get beer delivered from. And this obviously popped up because of the COVID-19 situation. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We're first going to talk about how the, the site works We've used it twice now, and then we'll, we're kind of flipping things backwards. We're going to talk about our experience with it and how it works, and then towards the end of the episode, we'll talk about the history of it, like how it came to be and everything. So, And we're doing only beers by Union Craft Brewing Company for this one, because that's who we just ordered from recently through Beer Me. Uh, we had also ordered... Um, Full Tilt Brewing through Beer Me. That was our first Beer Me order. And we used the beers from that to do a brewery showcase. showcase. Now, we would have done the same with Union, but we've already done a brewery showcase for Union. So if you're like, oh, man, I didn't know that, search on our website just Union or Union Craft Brewing or whatever, Union Brewing, uh, and you can find the showcase or just showcase episode uh, or archive.org. You can find them through there, too. So let's start with our first beer. The first one is in a crowler, because uh, yes, you can get crowlers through Beer Me, uh, which is 32 ounces of hopefully pure Goodness. liquid bliss. Uh, this is the premium lager by Union, and it is in their R&D division. Uh, they call them rough drafts, as in D-R-A-U-G-H-T-S, uh, which funny, is funny, funny because it's, you know, they're working on it. Like, these are kind of experimental beers that they usually just have on tap at their brewery to say, hey, how do we feel about this? How do people like this? So this is their premium lager. It's 3.8% alcohol. That's what I like. Yeah. Super low. And hopefully it's good. I mean, it's Union. I, I don't think we've had a Union beer yet that we've been like, that's not good. You know? No. There's just some... Oh, mess. This is what I'm talking about with these damn crawlers. It's like impossible to get a clean pour out of them. You just can't. Just wash the towel. You just cannot do it. It's just not possible. You can never get a clean pour out of a crawler. How much beer is behind that small opening? Anyway, I'm not going into that again. I always complain about I that. Know. Anyway, uh, it looks like a light, a light lager. Oh my god, it's so clear. This what? is one of the clearest beers I've seen in a long time. Which I believe it is supposed to be a their take on a light lager. Yeah, um, yeah super it's, clear, super yellow. Yeah, a uh, little orangish, but yeah, very yellow for the most part. Mm, Ooh, kind of kind of smells like something I'm familiar with. You think it? I know. I'm, I'd like to smell this next. You talk about skipjack. Yeah. I'd like to taste this next to skipjack and see well, what I that's mean, like. We, we could. could. Do um, you could do that. It smells so clean. It's like honey and hay and yeah, clean. Yeah, definitely. It smells very crisp, very refreshing, very light. But yeah, the honey, the hay. 
Yeah, it smells a lot like Skipjack, in my opinion, which is their, um, I think, Bohemian Pilsner, I think is what they call it, which is one of my favorite beers by Union, and it's one of the best Pilsners I've ever had. But yeah, this smells like a little bit lighter version of the Skipjack, mm. so how does it taste? It's so good. It tastes exactly how you think it's going to taste. Ooh. It mm-hmm. has, this is such, and it has that naked Cheerio finish. Yeah. Which I like. Kind of malt. And it kind of tastes like corn, a little corn flaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have that kind of, that grain finish to mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, and the naked, your naked Cheerio is definitely there. I think for the, that reason, like, I like this. I think I like Skipjack more. Mm, I love this. But. Um, I like it. It's low ABV. This is a great summer. This is a great. Oh, beach, yeah. This is a great beach beer. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, at 3.8% and being you know, a lager. It's so easy. It's so light. It is crisp. It is refreshing. Mm. Uh, the flavors are light. Like we were talking about, you know, you get that honey, you get that hay note in there. Um, that naked Cheerio on there, the grain finish to it. It's good and easy. So, um, they don't have any like information on it on the can. Formula more. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Should be better now. Yeah, because there isn't as much. That's very true. Just when it's more full. So, uh, there isn't any information on these beers on the cans, this one and the next beer, because, well, any of them really, because they're like the, just crowlers, you know. So, uh, I went on their website and I'll just read off some information on it. So, this, their premium lager, they say, on a quest to develop a true union-worthy light lager, we've been tweaking recipes since last summer. Our latest edition, Rough Drafts Premium Lager, is now on tap. This all-malt lager is pale golden in color, has a sweet, grainy flavor profile. That's true. With a just subtle hint of citrus. It's crisp, clean, and perfectly drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is 4.5% alcohol, but the can says 3.8. So I don't know. At 15 IBUs, um, it's Pilsner malt for this. And lager yeast, obviously, and um, pearl malt hops, pearl hops, P-E-R-L-E. Hmm. I'm not getting citrus. So, on the nose, I felt like I smelled a little bit of, like, a light lemon note, like, kind of lemon peel. But in the flavor, I'm not so much getting that. I'm mainly just getting what we were talking about, like, the honey and the hay, and, yeah. you know. Mainly just that, but this is good. Like for a light lager, and for how low that ABV is, this is tasty. It's very good. I really like it. Ooh. Yeah, it does taste a lot different than the Skipjack, though. I will say that the Skipjack is more robust. It's it's heavier beer. It's a little yeah. has more mouthfeel to it. I like that more for so that it's reason. It's a bigger beer. It's a big. <laughs> As big as a pilsner can really be, without being like an imperial pilsner or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, yes. So, um, while we continue to sip on this, uh, let's talk a little bit about Beer Me. So, did you want to take the helm? Yeah, no. So, we, I mean, you place your order online, and then depending on when they deliver to your area, you get, like, a delivery date, and then as it gets closer, sometimes a delivery window. And I think that probably varies from brewery to brewery. Yeah, probably. Um, with both of our experiences, we got a delivery day union we just got a day we didn't get any sort of 
window. They did call yeah. us when we were the next delivery, when we were right. five minutes away. Well, and they also send an email saying that it's it's out for delivery. So basically, have your phone charged, have it on, have it near you, and you can also track where the person delivering your beer is through their the website, through your account. So it'll you know it gives you a link in the email they send that says it's out for delivery. You can click on that, and you can see where they are, so then you can kind of estimate when they're going to be coming to you. But yes, they, they do call and let you know you're the next. They called for a union. They did not call for full tilt, but right. we also got a delivery window of 4 to 8 p.m., so that right. was a little bit more specific. True. And for both of them, because of where we are in the state of Maryland versus where these breweries are, because they're in Baltimore and we're further north, they um, only have one day they come to our county each of them per week. And actually I don't, I'm not sure union union just started doing our County once a week and I'm not sure they're going to do it every single week. It might just be when they think they have the ability. So. And full tilt isn't the same day. Sometimes I think they rotate what days they're coming. Sometimes it might be twice a week. It probably Mm -hmm. depends on, you know, how many deliveries they have, how many orders they have. And based off what people are hearing, um, yes, it's safe to assume the website goes goes through the breweries to say you know it it communicates the orders. You place the order through the brewer, through the website. It goes to the brewery. The brewery kind of puts the whole thing together, and then they coordinate that delivery to you. Um, you do have to put in verification that you are of age to purchase alcohol on the website. Now that's just based on you know putting your birth date in, but then they will check your ID when they drop off the delivery. And for us, you know, they just check it. We have a storm door that's glass, so all they need us to do is put, you know, stand there, put your ID up against the the door, and they take a look at it. So it was contact-free delivery. Yeah. You know, they just put it on the doorstep, check the ID through the glass door, and that's it. And the thing I like that both of them did, Full Tilt and Union, is they went through the order. They said, this is what you ordered, this is what's here. Oh, okay. Now, with Full Tilt, we got exactly what we ordered. With Union, we didn't get exactly what we ordered because they had a few issues. One being we had ordered an ESB from them, which I was really excited about. But they said, oh, sorry, we actually tasted that, and it's not tasting up to snuff, so we don't want to send it. Which I greatly appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Do not give me crap beer. So good on you, Union, for that. So they substituted something in for that one. And then the other, uh, the other one is we were trying to get there somebody to lean on, which is a double IPA that they put out with proceeds from that going towards um, supporting the local um, uh, hospitality industry workers who are out of work. So obviously a beer for a great cause. We wanted to try that for that reason. Um, that They were ended up being out of that. They yeah. sold out of it. So they couldn't fill that. So they threw us something else. And what they threw us... Is this next mm-hmm. beer, citrus which we are, we are interested in? Um, this is the citrus spice sour ale. It's ale brewed with tangerine and white pepper, and this one is not in a crowler. This is actually in sixteen ounce cans. Um, they had just canned this one. I wonder how they decide what R and D they're going to do crowlers of, and which ones they're going to can. Yeah, I don't know. I will say it with. Uh, I, we may have ordered this if it was available because this was available the day after we had placed mm-hmm. our order. I saw it pop up and they were like, oh, we just canned this. And yeah, I was I'm like, not, oh, that's interesting. I'm not sad we got this. 
Yeah, no. I mean, I'm fine. Well, and the other thing is this. Like, I know some people, like, you'll get kind of upset because this isn't what I ordered, you know? And, you know, we were disappointed. Yeah. Mostly about the somebody to lean on because we really did want to try that. We've heard good things about it. It's a good cause. So we were disappointed. But then... It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, do? they're do- everyone's doing what they can. This is not an optimal situation. Everyone's trying to adapt, especially these breweries using this Beer Me website, so. I'm All sure right. it's hard to keep track of inventory. Yeah. You have- oh, yeah. I would, yeah, I would think so. So this kind of looks like the premium lager. Yeah, it's ha- except it's hazy. Yeah, it's a, l- a little bit hazy, but the color's almost the, the same. The color's the same, though. Mm-hmm. It's very yellow, slight orange to it. It's got a very... Sorry, a very soft-looking head on the top, like super fine bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's like a foam, like a latte foam almost. Yes, it is. But it's white. Wait, latte foam is white too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Well, sometimes it can be a little tan. Yeah, that's true. Like pretend tan. that's what I meant. Yeah. Sometimes there's some tan underneath it. So this is this is a delicate nose, but I do perceive that. Peppercorn. I do too. It's slight on the end. I do too. And now it's weird because that's all I smell. Oh, that's not all I smell. I smell the citrus I smell too. Citrus. It's it smells like citrus. It smells a little pine salty though. Um, I don't. No, I don't know about that. I would say that I'm not sure I'd be able to pick out what citrus it is no, if I didn't I know, but there's definitely the citrus there. It smells kind of Goza-like, in my yeah. opinion. Like, there's a little, there's a bit of a salinity to it that would indicate, you know, I, I don't think there is because it would have called it out, but it seems like maybe there was some salt added to it. I, it smells soft, though. I would not ever guess tangerine. And it doesn't smell like it doesn't smell sour. I know no. it's called a sour, but it smells like slightly tart. Maybe maybe there's more to it in the actual flavor of it. It's definitely tart. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. At first. Yeah, nose is deceiving. At first you don't get it, and then it's like, bam. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a the naked Cheerio finish. Oh, or there, oh, Rebecca's in it. heaven with these it. first two beers. It's all about these naked Cheerios here. Mm-hmm. That's good. Do you feel like you taste the peppercorn that much? I was just, I was just thinking, am I tasting the pepper? I don't think so. I feel like, I don't. I might need to let it go a little bit more. I feel like I get a very quick flash of it between the citrus and the tartness, and then there's a quick flash of the peppercorn, and then it goes to the naked Cheerio note. Yeah. Um, so it is there, but it's like super quick and it's, it's like, you can easily miss it if you're not really paying attention. Although when I then just don't take another sip and just let things kind of linger in my mouth, I feel like I get like a slight peppercorn type heat in my mouth. You know, when, when you've like, when you'll have like a whole peppercorn end up in something and you end up crunching down on that, like. There's a heat to it. Mm-hmm. There's a definite heat that, that permeates your mouth. And this has a little bit of that, I feel, when you just kind of let it sit. I like it. I mean, I think it's good. I think it reminds me a bit of their old pro. Yeah. 
goza, that, that level of sourness and the flavors. The peppercorn is an interesting thing in there, though. I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say the same. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And the peppercorn heat is now, like, as I take more sips, it's kind of, like, sitting in the back of my throat a little bit. It's, it's kind of weird. I'm not... I'm just I'm not, not used perceiving to it. that. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So beer me is actually a thing that's used um, in multiple states at this point. Mm-hmm. It did originate from Maryland, and we'll talk more about that after another beer. But um, it's done in multiple states. So what you can do when you first sign in, um, they'll want you to create an account. But before you even create an account, you can actually just see who you could access, what breweries you could access by putting your address in. So based off wherever your address is, all the breweries will kind of set parameters for a mile radius that they will travel in or certain areas they'll go to. So when you put your address in, it will bring up a lot of breweries within your state and sometimes in other states, but it will indicate next to each of their logos which which ones ones will and will not deliver to you. So for us, being more north in Maryland, when it first started out, when I started checking it, uh, we didn't have a whole lot that we could actually get. It was really just our local, like, in our own county breweries, uh, like Alecraft, like uh, Slate Farm Brewery, um, Falling Branch, those. And then we started getting Full Tilt. And when Full Tilt happened, I was like, oh, sweet, and that's when we ordered from them. And we kept watching and kept being like, I wish Union would come out this far. And then Rebecca was happened to be on social media when they had announced that they were going to do our area once that week. And she was like, we got it. We got to jump on this. And I was like, I'm, I'm going on that yeah. place in order right, <laughs> right now. now. Not going to miss out on this. Not going to miss out on it. So it's, it's something I assume is, is pretty stressful for, for the actual breweries. So I'm sure they, um, appreciate it more when people are not getting it delivered, but instead just placing an order and picking up. Cause you can do that right. through beer me as well. And it will say which ones you can order through beer me and pick up and which ones deliver. Yeah. And they're not, ju- it's not just like 12 pack or six pack of cans, uh, four pack of cans, crowler. Like there are kegs on there too. You can buy, I know. like you can get a six though. You can get a half keg. Like depending on whatever they have available, like they'll make it available for you to purchase. Food options too. Yeah, some of them have food options. There are also some wineries on there. So yeah, I mean, it's, it has a lot. And for us, it's been, it's been pretty awesome, especially if you have any sort of apprehension uh, about going out and having contact and, you know, all that jazz, especially when everything first hit with COVID-19. And then this beer me thing got up and running so fast. It was a really great thing for the breweries because that's a way that people could feel very comfortable with what was going on and still get their beer direct from the breweries they like, you know, depending on where you live. But right. So plus it's a, it was a good way to, you know, get the money to these breweries that you love. And uh, I hope people are still supporting their local breweries during all this. So, yeah. So we're going to move to the next beer, and then we'll talk a little bit more about Beer Me, including how it came to be. But real quick, I almost forgot, I need to read off the information on the Citrus Spice Sour um, off the website. 
Um, the information I have on it is... Do, 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 do. Uh, it starts with a super fresh citrus aroma and a heavy kick of orange marmalade in the back. I don't know if it was so much orange marmalade. I mean, tangerine, like, it made sense as we kept drinking it. Take your first sip and let the tangerine sour candy resonate before you experience a dry, peppery finish. That is accurate. Yeah, we got that. Fresh citrus sour and a touch of heat. Yeah, Yeah. and there was a touch of heat on it. I thought it was just weird. You know, like, it's not a bad beer and, you know, we chop this into two since we're doing so many crowlers. So we've already finished that both of those first two beers. I thought that um, it was just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It was good. I drank the rest of it. Yeah, we you drank it. You didn't drink the rest of oh, yours. I finished yeah. it off. And we have three more 16-ounce cans. I'll drink those, no problem. It's just we decided that we would just rather have their Old Pro Goza. Because mm-hmm. it tastes kind of similar, and I just like the Old Pro more. I think the pepper in it is just kind of odd. But, you know, it's not a bad beer at all. Okay. Okay, so now so what do we have next? Yeah, we're going to pop the next brew. And this one is one of the ones that was substituted in. I thought about it. I'm usually not a big fan of this style. so But I'm a fan of Union, so it's quite possible that I'll be happy with this. I hope so. This one's called Mountain Girl, and it's a Hefeweizen. And it says it's 5% alcohol. So. Okay, now it's a prowler, so we're going to hear Harlan curse, and we're going to hear a mess. Uh, it's not filled as high, so I might be okay. Uh, no. No. No matter what you do, these crawlers will always be terrible when you pour them. They will always leak. That is, someone needs to get on engineering a better crawler that does not do this. Or c- people can email us and let us know if there's something I'm personally yeah. doing wrong. <laughs> Help us. Because that could be possible. Anyway, oh. I'm already smelling some banana notes, which I'm just not... That's one of the reasons I'm not huge on Hefeweizens. I don't really like banana notes, but it looks very yellow. Mm-hmm. It looks similarly at first, too. Yeah. A little bit hazy. Not much of a head on it, mm. which is fine. It sounds good. It's been a long time since I've had a Hefeweizen. I know. Yeah. Me too. And, you know, there have been times where I go back to the style, like, randomly here or there, and I'm like, oh, this is actually... Like, here's a really good one. Like... The, um, I remember enjoying the DC Brow, their El Jefe Speaks. That's, that's a good one. Um, there's some other good Hefeweizens out there, but I just don't drink it much. But I smell that banana for sure. There's like a little clove mm-hmm. type note. I mean, it smells like Hefeweizen, like all of this. Yeah, but there's also like a, a, a um, like a clean finish on the nose. Yeah, it's not as like yeasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I don't get any of those, like, medicinal notes you can kind of smell in, in a Hefeweizen sometimes. It's not, it's not as bready as some of them can be. Like, yeasty, bready. I agree with that. Yeah, it's more of, like, a clean finish. But other than that, it has all the typical mm-hmm. smells of a Hefeweizen. It smells like it could be good. Just depends on that kind of banana level for me, personally. Hmm. I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It definitely is a cleaner half of ice, and it yeah. definitely feels a lot lighter. Yeah, it's not like some of those half of ice out there that's just like punch you in the face half of ice, and where it's like tons of banana, tons of clove, um, like those weird medicinal like band aidy notes. Sometimes it's a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flavors are there, like we were saying on the aroma, but it's just way more dialed back, and that makes for a lighter beer. 
a crisper finish, a cleaner finish to it. Um, yeah, I'm down with this. I like it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, me too. It's got a pretty solid bitterness on the finish, too. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. So while we continue to sip on this one, I'm just going to turn this over to Rebecca because she's the one who did the research for uh, the history. Yeah. I mean, there's not... When you say the history, (laughs) I mean, it's literally... Counting on your fingers. Like three months old. (laughs) Well, you know. Anything that has a backstory has history, right? Yeah. It's less, it's like three months old. So it was founded and kind of started by um, the owners of the brewery True Respite, which is out of Rockville, Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. And apparently one of their friends who is a software designer and, quote, master coder, kept pitching this idea to them about this direct-to-consumer platform. So before the whole COVID-19? Before. Okay. Um, And they were like, no, it's not legal in Maryland. So, you know, no. Like, what's the point Uh, of doing this? Because it's not legal. Until the COVID thing happened, they relaxed the laws. Exactly. Uh So... Then when they were watching everything kind of go down in Italy, they said, let's get on this because we feel like things may get relaxed and this might be an opportunity for us. So the platform was built in 19 hours, sometime in mid-March. Okay. March 16th, it went live. And then three days later, the governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, relaxed the liquor laws to allow to, to the, to go and the delivery Mm-hmm. So they were like on it right away because they yeah. already had this platform built. So four days later, they were live with other breweries. Like everything happened so fast. Like yeah. they went live, laws got relaxed, and then they opened it up to other people. And they wanted to open it up to other breweries and they didn't want to keep it for just themselves because they thought the craft beer community is very – it's a community-oriented industry where yeah. they help each other and share ideas. It's real inclusive. And they thought that in the past they've been helped out by other breweries and they wanted to offer and share this platform with other breweries. That's cool. So they felt it was wrong to keep it to themselves and they wanted to be able to give back to the industry. Well, I know it, it seemed like it kind of caught on like wildfire too once it happened. Not just in Maryland. Like, I know it's in other states, yeah, too. So the article I read was that it's in 30 states already. After, like, three months? Yeah. Yeah, that's fast. I mean, that's crazy. That's great, though. It's great. I mean, so they were saying that, yes, it's a great way for people to get the beer to the consumer because tap rooms aren't open, but the profit, profit margin isn't there. So, whereas if you would go to the tap room, they would charge you six fifty for a pint. They are not charging that for a can of beer. Right. So, um, I think they said like the the sales are about the same in numbers, but the profit profit margin just yeah. isn't there. Right. Well, and then they also aren't really selling food, except you do have some who are offering like snacks that they sell out of their tap room. 
along with Beer Me, because you can just buy those as well. And like Union, they actually have like a pizza place attached to them, and they're doing like make-your-own-pizza kits that they will sell along with their beer. Mm-hmm. And actually, I guess you could just buy those beer, those pizza kits, actually. You don't have to buy beer from yeah. them. You could just get those And they kits. do that, I think, you know, via Beer Me and also via going there. You know, right? Yeah, they do. Pick they up. call it dockside delivery because mm-hmm. they have like a loading dock there. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Um, so just to be to be clear, though, in Maryland, they're allowed. These breweries are now allowed to deliver personally to people's houses, but they're still not able to ship beer directly to consumers. I know some other states have actually changed things a little bit so pe- so they can ship direct. Like, I know a few breweries right now who are shipping direct to consumers if they ship to your state. Jackie O's in Ohio, um, High Wire and Burial Beer Company down in um, North Carolina. I know a bunch of breweries in Virginia are doing it, including Adroit Theory. Um, Sierra Nevada, a huge brewery, Sierra Nevada, but they're not selling everything. Sierra Nevada's, it looks like they're only doing some of their, like, special barrel-aged stuff that they'll ship direct. Hmm. And they're not doing every state. I think they're only shipping to, like, five or six states at the moment. So, but, you know, just look around. And something else I want to say about this beer me. Sorry, did I derail you? No, I was done. Okay. Something else I want to say about this beer me. If you are, if you're with a brewery or you know people from a brewery and you're hearing this, let them know, get on Beer Me, and I'll tell you why. I know there are a bunch of breweries that are doing things themselves, but I think Beer Me will be better for those breweries because when people are going on and they're putting in their location, they're scrolling through and looking. If they're not thinking about your brewery specifically, they might see you in that list and mm-hmm. then be like, oh, I like that beer or I'd like to try that beer. Otherwise, they have to specifically go to your website if you're doing your own thing. You have a much higher chance of making more sales, I think, if you go with the Beer Me site. Well, your visibility visibility is better. Right, yeah. I mean, you could easily have a situation where someone's on there. Like, honestly, there have been times where I go on and I just, I'm just looking. You know, I'm like, who is shipping to us now? Because it's not always the same. Like, it'll change. You know, some breweries will edit it to be like, oh, we'll go a little bit further now for our delivery like Union decided Mm -hmm. to. And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to jump on this because I'd love to get some Union delivered to us. Or new breweries pop onto the website. And I'm like, oh, they're there now? Might think about ordering from them. So just something to consider. That's all. Okay. And I guess that takes us to our last beer. Our last beer, which is Nectar Collector, which is a peach sour, and it is 4.5%. I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah. Also, Crowler. Three Crowlers, one 16-ounce can. Ooh. Man. Oh, this one's going to be a mess. You oh want you want me gosh. to pour yours first here? Hand it over, bud. Here we go. It's like right at the top. Just so much mess. Okay. There we go. Try to minimize it. It's just like it is beer oh, everywhere. God, I'm forgetting again. Let me read the information before we get into Nectar Collector. Let me read the info on the website for the Mountain Girl Hefeweizen. Okay. It's a wonderfully aromatic and flavorful German-style Hefeweizen 
With a refreshing wheat-based body, Mountain Girl delivers all the banana and spice notes from a classic half. Yeah. Yeah. They say 5% alcohol. Yeah, they said 5% on there. Um, say it's with pale wheat, pilsner, acidulated, and Munich malts and pearl hops, which were also in the yeah. premium lager. And actually, that reminds me that the citrus spice sour, I didn't say what the hops and everything were. For the citrus spice sour, same hops, the pearl, hmm. the malt, pilsner, pale wheat, unmalted wheat, and acidulated. So there's a lot of commonalities mm. with these. Okay, so now let's get into the Nectar Collector. And then don't let me forget to read the information okay. on it when we are done. Ooh, it looks like a peach sour. <laughs> well, since I know what it is. I mean, it looks, you know. It can't be any other sour. It has to be a peach yeah. sour it's by like the looks of it. orangish yellow. Yeah, and it's a little hazy. Can't see through it, yeah. There's not much of a head retaining on it. Ooh. <sighs> That smells soft. Yeah. I was hoping for a little more peach on the nose, but... Yeah. I smell the peach, yeah. but it's very, very light. It smells delicate. Yeah, you have to kind of search for it. It's not, like, as um, aromatic as I thought it was going to be. And I don't smell a ton in the way of any sort of tartness, and that's what it smells like. Not a sourness, just a tartness. Yeah. But we it's... were fooled on the citrus spice sour on the nose, though. And then we yeah. went to the flavor. It was like a kick of actual when sour. When I get my nose all the way in there, I can definitely get more of the peach. Yeah, but it's still light. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There it is. It is sour. There it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a few to get through that. It is a lot more sour than I thought it was going to be based on the nose. I'll say that. Yeah. This is definitely a lot more sour than this um, citrus spice. Um, it definitely has the naked Cheerio finish. Yeah. And but, it is making me phlegmy. But it's it, that naked Cheerio finish is actually a lot dialed back from what the first two beers were. And we said we were getting it from them. Uh, so I'm happy with that because I'm not a big fan of that note. There's not a flavor in here I don't like, though. There's something in there. Is it a little bit of, like, a minerality on the finish? Maybe. Yeah. I get that on the finish. That doesn't bother me. I do taste the peach, and it's it's very thick. The mouth feels a lot thicker than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. I was hoping for more peach, though. The peach is just kind of... Does it say you're a peach sour? Right. Nectar collector? I'm thinking, like, it, there should be more... I think... Why you're not getting as much peach as you want. Like, I, we get the peach in it. It's just, you want more peach, right? I mean, there's, yeah. And I think what it is, is the level of sourness is kind of masking some of the peach flavor. That's what it feels like to me, flavor-wise. Hmm. How it comes off on my palate. Because I get a lot of sour up front. Like, that's what hits my palate first. And it's very, like, a lemony sourness, and then it goes to the little bit of peach, and then it finishes with that kind of minerality yeah. that you were ta- that you were tasting. That I don't really like. It's hard, because I don't like that minerality. Yeah, give me a little bit more. more. Um, I don't like the minerality, and I wish there was more peach, so I'm not, like, a huge fan of this. Okay. I like it. I dig it. Mm. It's good. 
<laughs> oh, okay. So that is all the information we have about Beer Me. Yeah. And I mean, because... You almost let me forget. I didn't sorry. read the information about... I'm sorry. Also, all sorts of out of sorts here. All sorts of out of sorts. That's a so, uh, the Nectar Collector, they say, uh, this year we reached for the peach to celebrate our seventh year brewing in Baltimore. Cool. This pale pucker is packed with plenty of perfumey peach to please your pie hole. Uh, alliteration. Guess what hops are in it? Pearl hops. Pearl? The same. Yeah. It's the same hops for everyone. They must have got a special on the pearl hop. The malt, Pilsner, pale wheat, unmalted wheat, acidulated. It's like the same. Four and a half percent. A lot of the stuff is the same with these beers. It's interesting. Okay. You ready okay. to rank these? Yes. I'm ready to rank them. Um, so I know which one I want to put last. I know which one I want to put first. It's my two and three that are very close, and I need to take a little more taste of the half to help me with that. That means that's either two or three. Yeah, it is two or three. Okay, I know where I'm going. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you don't want to go first? Okay, so my number four is the Citrus Spice Sour Ale. That's the ale brewed with tangerine and white pepper. It's it's good, it's just weird. Like, I don't need the pepper. I'm, I'm, I'm just not a fan. So that's why it's my number four. My number three is actually going to be the Nectar Collector, the Peach Sour Ale. Once again, it's good. Like Rebecca said, more peach being tasted in there would be cool. Bring the sourness down some. But it's still good. I enjoy it. I quite like it. My number two is the Mountain Girl Hefeweizen. Um, that's really good, especially for a Hef. That really surprised me. I really, I like it. I'm going to enjoy drinking this beer. It's nice. And then that means my number one is the Premium Lager. This is a really nice beer. It's like a very dialed-down version of the Skipjack, which is funny to say because Skipjack is light in the first place. But um, this is just a really nice light lager that's 3.8% alcohol, so it says on here. And you can drink plenty of it. It's refreshing. It's flavorful. Yeah, I really dig that Premium Lager. So mine is very similar. Um, my number four is a citrus spice. My number three, three is a nectar collector. Yeah. My number two is the premium lager. Oh, the half is your number and one. The half is number one. Wow. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just really, really well done. And, yeah, um, it is good. Yeah. It is good. And, you know, I can see why you're putting it as your number one, but... I felt like for me the premium lager had to be the number one because I felt like it was a really good achievement for a light lager mm-hmm. to to have that nice flavor to it and I just want to keep drinking it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Union, you guys are pretty pretty sweet. Like I say all the time, you're like our favorite brewery in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Granted, we haven't tried every brewery in Maryland. Oh, and more so. and more keep popping up. <laughs> I know. So uh, yeah. Just know that. But uh, everyone, check out Beer Me if you can use it in your area. Let us know what you think. You can email us at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. You got anything to close with? I don't think so. I think all that's left to say is... Keep it brutal. Brutal.